0: Blog TALK RADIO And hello, hello everyone out there in the big wide world. This is me, Helena Steiner-Hornstein, speaking to you yet again. God, it's been a long time, hasn't it? And I thank you for listening to my archives during this long, long time. But I've been out and about traveling. And, you know, it's not that easy always to 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 do a show when you are traveling uh, because the signals don't work the same way. And I just got sick and tired of it, so I just said, well... I'm going to do it when I get back home. And I'm now back home in sunny Florida, in beautiful America, United States of America. And I love being back here. It is a different uh, thing to really uh, come back to. And one thing that I like about uh, America, when you come back here and you are a citizen, and even when I had a green card ages ago... They say, welcome back home. And that feels so good. You now also have a Swedish passport, but no one says, welcome back. They don't know from my passport if I'm a resident or not. And, and I'm not. I'm a resident here, but I'm also a citizen in both places. But there, no one says, welcome back home. <laughs> so, and, and this is home, so that is what it is. So anyway, uh, this is our wondrous world and uh, this world is so full of wonders here today i wanted to speak about the secret signal that the universe is sending us all the time and that makes us feel that we are that we have a purpose with our life but we don't really know what it is what is that purpose And that goes back to a question that I've got from Annika in Helsinki. And I know Annika said she would listen to me today just to to find out what I was feeling about soul contracts. And I don't really like that word much. Everything I say is really channeled. It's coming from that higher source. Call it, you know, the universe source god I call God, universe, the source, I call all that the white light. And that's the only power I really work with. And that makes me feel comfortable. And remember out there that I am uh, I'm a healer. I, work, I don't call myself a healer. That's what other people have called me, and I kind of accept that. But I work with people to make them feel better on all levels, you know, mentally and physically and so on. But I used the white light for that one. So, anyway, soul contracts, what is that? Well, soul contract is, they call it a sacred contract in the New Age field, but I'm not quite associating with everything they say that either. But it is an agreement that your soul makes before you were born, makes it in advance, before you were born. And you're meant to kind of fulfill that contract when you live on earth here in this lifetime. It means that your soul agrees to live a a life of karmic lessons to learn more and to understand more in order to progress on your soul's journey through the eternity. Now, as you understand, those were not my words. <laughs> those are words i taken from somewhere else because I don't speak that way. <laughs> I'm very, very natural again. So to me, it means that before we were born, we were in that, well, where we were, we don't really know, and I don't want to try to get into that too much either, but when we pass on from this lifetime, the energy that we were goes to this pool of, of energy that we call the universal soul. And now when you were supposed to be born into this lifetime, you pass through that pool of energy, of past memories, and bring that with you to this earth, and here, you have that urge to fulfill what those needs were that you had picked up. This means also that many people can have lived the same lifetime. You can have many people who have been Lincoln Lincoln or Marie and Antoinette or Napoleon. Many people can have been that, also women or men. So a soul knows no gender. But... Um, I would like to continue a little bit more about it, but I see there are several callers coming. So let me take one here. Area code one ten. There you go. Area code one ten. Hello. Hello. This is are you there? Pearl. Yes. Pearl. Hello, Pearl. Where are you? Hello. Um, in Texas. Good. How is Texas? Were you hurt by the hurricane? Were there flooding and everything? No.
1: (laughs) No, I was a little...
0: uh, Unfortunately, uh, we uh, we weren't affected by any of that. We're very lucky. Yeah, lucky you. I'm in Florida, so I was lucky too. But anyway, do you have a question or something you would like to say?
1: Well, I was looking at your uh, at your profile on blog talk and saw that you're a medical medium. Do you do many readings
0: um, on health? Yes, I do readings. And now I've been away so long, so I have new people probably listening to me. I don't like to do readings over the air uh, because I... I'm one of those people, I don't like tests. I had problems all the time through my schooling and university and everything through just having to do tests. I don't want other people to listen to me when I, when I give my answers. <laughs> and also, I noticed that some people complained when I was on the air and doing a reading for them, and they uh, said, oh, you, afterwards they sent me emails or call me up and say, oh, you shouldn't have said that. Because when I do a reading, I, I just open up and it flows. And, I'm, and I channel, and I'm not quite in control of what is being said. So I remember I told someone that he was actually was a man, and I said that he was gay, which he was, but he didn't want others to know that but I didn't even know I was saying it. (laughs) But
1: that was actually his problem.
0: So I don't want to just put myself into that situation, but you're welcome to do readings over the air, you know, uh, privately, not over there. So to call me up and to do Skype or whatever. So if you want to email me after the show, that is wonderful. And you can either email to... Dr. Helena Info, D-R-Helena Info, short for information, at yahoo.com. D-R-Helena Info, yeah. And uh, then just tell me who you were. Now I remember you, Pearl, in Texas, but then we can talk in a different way. Thank you for calling. Okay. Sure, I'll go back to looking for my purpose in life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we my will talk more about it. And now area code 770. Area code oh. 770.
1: Hello, well, i yes. got my Yes, hello answer. there. Hi, but how are am you? I'm
0: speaking. I'm fine, thank um, you. Who are you? Maddie. Maddie, Patty? I'm calling from Georgia. From what?
1: I said, my name is Maddie, and I'm calling from Georgia.
0: Okay. Well, that was easy. I just had to listen a little yes. bit. And Georgia, I have uh, many people who actually consult me in Georgia. So um, uh, anyway, Maddie, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And what I, um, would you like to speak I got speak my answer about?
1: from the other young lady. I had the same question. And um, you, uh, So I got my clarity, so uh, you said you don't do readings and two of the uh, readings, over the phone. Over no, the I air. find it a little hard because
0: it kind of stops me in my freedom in, in just receiving the way I want. But I love working with people, so do, again, email me at drhelena at yahoo.com and I will remember you from now, and just tell me what we can do. Okay. Okay. And in the meantime, also everyone out there who is looking for a session with me, I have my latest book, which is The White Light, A Limitless Reality. It's for sale everywhere. You can get it through the bookstore. You have probably to order it or through Amazon, again, The White Light, A Limitless Reality. And I even give a method how to do the white light and how to help healing yourself. Uh, And it won an award earlier uh, this fall, which was the Book of Excellence Award, and I won the first prize in this category of inspirational and spiritual books. I'm oh, going to so blow right. my own horn. That <laughs> Do buy it. And I have it uh, paperback, and I have it hardcover. And the hardcover is a beautiful coffee table book that you can really show off. Uh, it's it's laminated, yeah. and it's beautiful. So it's yes. a book you, you, you can the even... The name of the
1: book is The White Light, what?
0: Yes, The White Light, A Limitless Reality.
1: Unlimited this... Reality?
0: Yes, a limitless. limitless. Yes. Because we are, when you work with the white light, there is no limit. You can just move on and on and on. The subtitle is Understanding the Law of Togetherness. And my name is Helena Steiner Hornstein. And it's about true stories of the unseen around and within us. That's what you have on the cover. And oh, nice. uh, it 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 talks about, uh, is that an afterlife, and could it affect our lives here and now, and uh, how can I find the white light, and how can I use it, how can it help me, and do miracles happen. And uh, I talk about many cases, and also well, about uh, reincarnation, and, uh, and there are lots. It's packed. It's 300 pages.
1: Oh, wow. And what about the people that have uh, been told that they have a white light, uh, white light surrounding them?
0: We all, you know, I'm also a minister. Uh, and there is so much in the Bible that is misunderstood and just ignored. But when oh. you say that the white light and God is like what? You know, this God is the white light because Mm -hmm. the highest energy that is, is white. When you physically put all energies together, all colors together at the very, very highest of speed, you get white. Mm -hmm. You get white. And uh, you get white. And so it is the highest energy of all. And that is where I put God. So when we see God, we see white light. But we oh. have that within us. And when it says you were created in the image of God, yes, we were. And I come across so many cases where people have been upset about this. Well, I'm a black woman. How can I be created in the image of God? Or I'm a oh. black man. You know, How can I be created in the image of God? Because God seems to be a white man. So we oh. have been in this image that God is this white man up in the sky. White man,
1: yes.
0: Yes. And for us other people are not white men. It's a little bit hard for us sometimes to comprehend what it is all about. I got you. Yes. It's a very interesting thought, you know, but it's so
1: simple. I've been told many times that I have a white light around me.
0: And yes, that's of course why I, you do. Okay. You have it around you and you have it within you because you have it within you, so it shines around you. It shines around you. And you okay. are protected. Okay. I had uh, a, a time when a mirror fell over me. It was just a mirrored wall, and it's in, in my first book, Constant Awakening. And it's a true story in front of people. And a section of that mirrored wall fell out of its place on the wall And over me, but just before it was going to hit me, maybe three feet above me, it was like an invisible hand of light came out of me and lifted that mirror far away, like 30, 50 feet away, where it crashed and just fell into a million pieces. And that's a true story in front of people. Do you know nobody dared speak about this to anyone afterwards? No one. There was even a journalist present. And I said, oh, you have to write about this in the paper. She said, no, I can't. They won't believe it. And this is where we are. We have been so programmed not to believe anything. But we get those signals from the universe all the time telling us that, no, we have something more to us. I didn't plan on sending a light. I didn't even know about this mirror, it, I had my back turd, turned towards you know, the opposite sa- side. Mm-hmm. I had
1: the,
0: my back was towards the mirror and my front was towards the opposite side. And there were people there, I was looking at them, and then this happened. And do you know one of those little pieces from the mirror fell through the air and cut up my hand and was a very deep cut, but can you imagine if that had fallen over me, as exactly. that heavy weight and all this? like Exactly. Race wow. Things. I love yeah. that
1: story. Wow.
0: Uh, and it's a, it is an interesting story, but the interesting thing is that people have a hard time believing it, so they don't even talk skeptic. about it.
1: People are skeptical. People are like now, and I, and I have always said, the spirit world is the real world.
0: Well, what's this is, you know, we are spirit. We are spiritual yeah,
1: beings. But I'm saying what's behind the veil. They call it the veil. I have always said what's behind the veil, that's the real deal, the spiritual, yes. you know, as yes. opposed to the physical.
0: Uh, of course. And the physical is in many ways uh, an imagination, isn't it? Yes.
1: And it that's means. why
0: we can make ourselves well, just allowing that White light to come over us
1: exactly well, I'm definitely going to pick up this book pick up your book
0: Yes, please do and uh, yes. And sometimes you have to read it many times too, and each time it will be a different book, but it has a lot I'm a very practical person again, and I haven't gone to classes or anything to learn what I'm doing. It has been given to me as a gift. I yes, as a child, yes. I could see through the dimensions. I could see into people's bodies. And I could also see people who were on the other side. And that oh, comes back to one question that I had uh, also lined up for today. Why do you see these things and I don't? And, as, and that's also in the book, you know, why do... Why do we not see things, and why did I see things as a child? And then I started to go to school, and then I stopped seeing things. Well, because I told my teachers about the angels and things I saw, and they said, oh, you're just fibbing. This is not true, you know. You can't see that. Only people in the Bible could see that. So I mm-hmm. stopped seeing. And oh, then yeah. I had those experiences again during, you know, when I grew up and I started to see again but I was wondering maybe I saw all the time and maybe we all see all the time but we just refuse to accept it because Uh this whole planet has been geared towards the logic and the male way of doing things Uh this civilization was founded on the male principle how to do things, and Mm -hmm. still is. And we Mm -hmm. are now coming into a way where things are changing, and women are standing up for being women. You know, this energy of womanhood and in energy is coming up. And it's getting, you know, you hear something every day, what's happening now, particularly in this country. It's like a new awakening And I tell women, be women, you know. What women also notice that I've seen that and I've gone to those business conferences and you have these guys coming out on the stage telling you how to say things in a business meeting or a sales meeting. They come Mm -hmm. out with their hands waving, oh, yeah, yeah, this is me and this is a great thing for you and you have to do this now, you know. Mm -hmm. That's good for them. But that's not yes. suitable for us women. We don't do right, right. That way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is what we have forgotten. That's why we're not so successful in many ways, because we follow the rules of the men. Yes. Instead of following the rules of, of the women. My grandmother right. was right. an extremely successful woman. And that's also in the book. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, and she, but was not in the book. I didn't say that. She was all through a woman. She was so feminine. And I remember once when she came out of her big house out on the big, you know, big steps in front of the house, and there was a rat or a mouse in front of the steps, and she mm-hmm. started screaming, Ooh, you know, <laughs> and all men mm-hmm. who, who were working around the the grounds came running and said, "Oh, mouse! A oh, mouse! Take it away!" You know, she was uh-huh. not that tough woman with the boots and the cigars. No, she was totally a woman. But then, she would be the strength of the of the house. She was uh-huh. so powerful just through being the one she was. Intuitive, spiritual, beautiful, and just loving. But she yes. was firm in her decisions. She would command all those men to do things. And when she mm-hmm. died, they came to her grave and took off their hats and made a big vow and said, thank you for being the one that you were. True story. Uh-huh. Again. Uh-huh. And i never you. forget particularly one of them who was always a little bit drunk and she was always on his case. And he made a long speech in honor of her ability and who she was. Uh Uh-huh. And this is what I mean. We should be proud of being who we are, if we're men or if we are women. And we should kind of meet, you know, Mm -hmm. in the center somewhere to fit in with the new times. Both of us are needed. I think it's wonderful to be a woman. I think it's wonderful to be with a man-man, you know. (laughs) But, you know,
1: I was laughing at that because I asked my daughter one day, I say, did you come back and just, did you come back, would you want to be a woman? She said, yeah. I said, me too. I love being a woman.
0: It's wonderful <laughs> to be, be a woman. I enjoy being a woman. And now my duty is to really help women being women. Mm-hmm. And many times I have little trouble with, the women, because they have trouble accepting that. When I say yeah. we women have the spiritual muscle, yes, we do have a spiritual muscle, and mm-hmm. that means that we have uh, uh, we have uh, more spirituality to us somehow. For natural reasons, we were supposed mm-hmm. to raise and to raise and nurture our children. Mm -hmm. And you need to have the spirituality and the, the, uh, well, intuition to do so. And we have to multitask. We all know that when we are with our husbands and we tell them to hang a picture, they stand and Mm -hmm. measure and take their time, and now they're going to put in the nail, and they say, don't (laughs) talk to me now. (laughs) They don't want to be disturbed. But it's a woman fabulous. can, you know, she can talk on the phone. She can knit. She can look after the kids and do the cooking. And she can do everything at the same time, even mm-hmm. hang a picture in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And she would not even take take a hammer. She would just take whatever is close. That's you hard right, enough mm-hmm. to bang in that that nail. And this is how we are different. And I love that. Mhm. Yes, me We too. shouldn't have to be. It works. It works if we are just accepting each other, particularly if the women can accept their strength. It's not a weakness. We are extraordinary, powerful mm-hmm. beings in every yes. way. So now you got a little bit more to your question. <laughs> yes, but anyway, yes, you, have you have know, the name my of my
1: book. Also, often say that, we believe
0: that's why some men don't like women because of the way that we are. Yeah. Mhm. So um but it was wonderful speaking with you. Uh Maddie and, yeah. and uh, Thank you. and the book also I want to tell those that it was a bestseller on Amazon back in March earlier this year. The number one bestseller. You're a best seller on Amazon if you're one of the hundred best. Oh great. But, yeah I was number one Uh, Bestseller, and you know, and that's another thing. We should be proud of that when we are good. I know people who say, "Oh, you cannot talk (coughs) about yourself," and I tell people, "No, if you're proud of something that you managed to do and you achieved,
1: why shouldn't you tell everyone? Look at
0: our president here. You know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. he adds Mm -hmm. even more (laughs) to that, but." (laughs) But, you know, be proud of the one that you are. And I also notice it's a little harder for women to say something that they have been good at. Men are pretty good at that, but women are not.
1: Yeah, they feel, I don't know, do they feel guilty for saying those things?
0: They feel guilty and also uh, they know that maybe the other women haven't done that and they have this, complex, well, I shouldn't be better than they are. But uh,
1: now, yeah, yeah, kind of be, downplay be yourself a little proud bit. Be yes. of you. Yes.
0: And many wow. times when I have workshops and I ask and we divide ourselves in little groups, and, uh, of course, mostly women come to my groups, which uh, I welcome, and uh, then I say, okay. now you have to bring up something you are proud of, And they don't know what to say. And then I ask them, do you have children? Oh, yeah, I have five children. I say, my God, be proud of that. (laughs) Be proud of five children. My goodness. Be proud of each one. Oh, I didn't think of that. You know, no, be proud of that. Be proud of that incredible achievement. Mm -hmm. It is, you
1: know,
0: I brought one child to this life, and, God, I was hard. <laughs> you know? And I'm so very are, proud of that.
1: So there are people that try to make you feel, that will try to make you feel a little guilty about being proud of who you are, or just a proud person, period.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, and they, this they, is, they again, have, like a uh, uh,
0: Yeah. They will actually negatize Sorry. it because you're a proud person. Yes. And this, again, so that, a little uh, signal from the universe that we should understand to be proud of what we have done because we have it within us. This is your yes. achievement. Yes.
1: Yes. Beautiful. Well, thank you so for that. Yes. So there we
0: go. So now I have, uh, I didn't cross that out and I have someone else waiting and I will take her call. I say her because I presume it's a woman. Um, okay. So thank you so much again, okay. Maddie. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Is it Helena? Is it yes, helena Helena. helena yes. ha- thank you, Helena. Thank you so much. Wait, Bye. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, thank, you. You. thank you. Bye. And now we have uh, area code 561 Palm Beach County. How are you, are you still there? Hello, 561 area code, I see you're still, are you still there? Okay, maybe I wait or you can come back later. Okay, so then we go back to Annika in Helsinki with your questions and you had one question which was your first question and that was uh, let's see i wrote it down here and that was you had some some thoughts about something and that is about god angels and jesus etc and here you talk about an uh, angel expert author we probably all know her name but i'm not going to mention her name on air uh, and it's not quite fair since she's not there so we just uh, go into what your question is, and uh, she uh, had uh, she has now kind of abandoned her angels in a way. She doesn't communicate with her angels anymore, and she's written so many books about her angels and how she communicated with them and teaching people how to communicate with them. I have never read her, uh, but I know who she is and she looks nice and her books are selling well. And uh, now suddenly she's turned Christian because she had experiences meeting Jesus and, and meeting God. And she has taken distance from her angels. And people wonder about that. How could she do that? So what is my opinion about this? Well, what I would say I don't know her personally, and I haven't read her book, so I don't want to have an opinion about her personally. But I can compare with my own experience uh, about meeting Jesus and what I feel meeting God also, because I have met the white light lots of times. And uh, white light is, you know, the my contact it's the source for me that is god it is the i am that i really truly work with at all times when i do my healing sessions i do my uh healing uh like uh one-on-one you know they sit in front of me or they are over the Internet, over Skype, or over the telephone. Everything works very well. And I connect now. The first thing I do is to connect with that white light of the universe that I call God. Sometimes Jesus even enters the picture, and I welcome that too. And sometimes I ask for Jesus to enter the picture. I don't ask for the angels at that time. But anyway, the first time I met Jesus, and I had this in my first book, but it was kind of a little bit controversial because when I came to certain European countries and publishers wanted to publish my book, and these were publishers, not self-publishing, but publishers, they took out that passage when I wrote about when I met Jesus because they didn't quite believe it. Why not? Because I was not a nun, can you believe it, or a monk for that matter. I was not tied to organized religion. I was not tied to the Catholic Church, particularly the Catholic Church, because they would be the ones who would have people with that kind of experience. So they took that out, and then I told them, ben, I don't want you to publish my book, because this is the one who I am that was life-changing for me at the time. And I can tell you how that happened. At that time, you know, I lived that rich life with a big, big house and a hundred-foot yacht parked in front of the house, you know, on the water. Beautiful view with water of everywhere. <laughs> and, you know, had five dogs and the child. And I had, had a great life and being, you know, in demand with my company, for my company all the time. But anyway... I was going to divorce. It was my decision. And people said, you're crazy. You know, you cannot just divorce and separate yourself from this lifestyle. And at that time, I'd come to a point in my life I needed to go deeper with my life. I really needed to have more out of my life. I didn't know what at the time. I was at that time not into any kind of spirituality, nor into any kind of of religion. I was totally into that plastic world of parties and things. It was nice. And people were wonderful. Everything was beautiful. But I felt I couldn't continue my life like another 20 years or whatever it was I lived that way. And that was why I wanted a separation. It was impossible to go on the way that was for me. And that is part of what I mean, the soul contract, that I came to this world with this feeling I had to do something more with my life. There was this urge within me. I have this urge all the time. I have to move on. I have to show more. I have to teach the people what they're all about. I have to heal people. I have to help them move forward. And at that time, I didn't see the light as being the remedy or to be my master. That was coming later. And when you read my book, you will see that. It's an amazing development that I've gone through. But that's why I'm so incredibly strong in my conviction of what the, all this is about. This is something so fantastic that we have within us. And this light within us is the secret signal from the universe that we are receiving from the day of our birth that we want to do something, we want to perform, we want to show us, we want to tell certain things. And there is a flow of those souls coming in now Beautiful soul children are coming in now with those strong ambitions to change the world. And unfortunately, these children are very sensitive to, to medication, to certain foods, to pollution. And then to cure that, they get more medication and it ruins their spirituality. And that's so sad. This is what I'm seeing. But we know a lot about that also out there. And what I'm saying, once you start to use the white light, go to your doctors, but use the white light also. And you will see that everything will work much better with you with the white light. And in a few minutes, we're going to do a little meditation with that white light called God within us. So um, that is the soul contract that we came with is actually that urge that we came with and we have it within us. That's why you may have wanted to go to walk the the road of healing someone and you choose maybe to become a doctor or an acupuncturist or a chiropractor or or a therapist of some kind And then as you do that, you see, no, this is not quite it. I have to add more. Well, start to add your own little method. That's what the times now are about. If you're good at, for instance, acupuncture, you might have to add something more that is of your doing. And then you say, well, what should that be? Or just try to read books and find out from others No, you will notice that when you do your trade, if it's massage or acupuncture or whatever it is, or chiropractic services, you will notice that you add something. You do something more with those people. And that is what your method is. And that is what will make your original trade to work more and better. And that is where people will start to come to you because you are introducing this new way of doing your trade. So don't hesitate to be the one that you are. Uh, that's the whole point. You know, we came to this world just with the purpose to be the one you were born to be. If you were born to be a woman, be proud of being a woman. If you're born to be a man, be proud to be man. If you're born to be, you know, uh, like not happy in your skin, make yourself happy in your skin. Make the changes. Maybe this is part of your contract. You have to go through that particular part just to make yourself valid for the one that your soul wants you to be. To be soul, you know, is just to feel with your heart. And the Asians have this thing, and when you travel to Asia, you see people have pictures of their deceased family members all over the place. And they maybe have put them together at times and with lots of candles. And they kind of pray to them, and they have that nearness, that 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 feeling of being close to those who have lived with that families before. And I think that's very good. That adds soul to your home. Now, in these days of IKEA furniture, where everything is so streamlined, maybe you feel happy. Or happier if you 're not happy with that style it 's a beautiful style and nothing against it but if you feel something is missing in all this, start to bring in the soul of yourself into this environment and bring in lots of photographs and have candles in the right places and now you have those electronic lights with those flaming you know with those flames that kind of burn and they look so real. I use those myself and I put them on timers and they're in the house everywhere. I love that. So when I come home and it's dark inside, I have all those candles all over the place and they're safe, so I think they are wonderful. So um, those were questions that Annika had. I'll see if I have more Well, I hope this makes you understand what soul contract is. It's something... Now, one thing, I'm not talking about karma. I never talk about karma. It's not, to me, positive. Because some people believe that they have to live with some kind of punishment. And yes, some of us came to the world that you are like almost punished all the time. It doesn't mean that you have to live with that. Get over it. Start to live a love and light energy life instead. Start to change that karmic feeling you have of negativity and instead start to feel that you are a person of love and light and surround yourself with the light because You have that light shining within you. That is the God light. Don't allow that God light within you to be darkened by your own negativity or by ideas that you have to living a life of punishment. No. It's just something that happened in your past. You came with a certain energy and now get over it. Love yourself. Do good deeds. And those are the signals from the universe that we are getting. Do good. I had no idea I would end up doing what I'm doing, but it makes me feel really good. It really does. I love doing what I'm doing. We all came to this life with a certain kind of blueprint, I've been talking about this blueprint print for a long time. It's a blueprint usually for the physical, where you know you see what is wrong and what's not. you know I see like your liver and your your organs and how those organs are uh, uh, sometimes affected one way or the other. And what I do with those organs that are not feeling happy and well, I send them love and light. And they like that. They actually love that. And right now, I'm going to send this light to everyone out there. And we start to do this with a little meditation. First of all, my name is Helena Steiner Hornstein. You have been given my email, which is Info at yahoo.com. DR is short for doctor. Helena is Helen with an A. And info is short for information. What what more can I explain to you? But it's all there for you. So you can email me. And I do set up appointments. I do charge for that because it's a matter of exchanging energies. It's not for free. But if you are... In a situation, yes, I do that for free. And I do, you know, if you have one session for you and you have a sick child, it goes through you and your time. I'm not fussy. So anyway, I love to do that. And maybe you have something within you that you love to do. And that is the universe telling you, this is what you should do. Yes, whatever makes you happy and makes other people feel happy. I'm very strong with that, that something that makes you happy and that makes other people happy, that is the purpose of your life. It means that you can make a career with that. If it makes you happy to to be mean to other people, that's not true happiness because it doesn't make other people happy, period. So... When you feel in your heart something makes you happy, that is the career you should have, because when something makes you happy, you'll be good at it. When I started this, you know, I didn't have any ambitions. I just did something that made me happy, and then suddenly I noticed that I, uh, I, um, uh, I was written about in 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 the newspaper. And they said I was one of the best healers in the world or the best psychic healers in the world. And I didn't know about that. Some people believe I kind of paid for it. No, I didn't. I wouldn't pay. I don't have that kind of money. No, I didn't pay. It was just like what people had kind of said about me because evidently I loved my work so much and I kind of liked it that way. So um, one more time, I go to area code five six one. Are you there? Are you are you listening to me? Yes. Hello. Do you hear Hi. me? Yes. Who who is this?
1: Uh, my name is Jay. Jerry. Jay.
0: Oh, Jay. Okay. Hello, Jay. And you waited a long time and I got back with you and you didn't hear me for some reason didn't connect and here you are. Do you have a question, Jay?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I put myself on mute and I, I, I forgot that I was on mute. Um, no, oh, okay. Just oh, maybe that show was today. the case.
0: <laughs> and now we have little time left but um, actually when time is up on the show we will still, you know, be on air for the archives but... Um, uh, anyway, what is your question, Jerry? Oh, Jay, sorry.
1: <laughs> no, I I was just listening. I, I didn't have a question. I just uh, enjoyed the show, and I I love the subject, and so I just wanted to listen in.
0: Oh, thank you for doing. What are you, in what what part of Palm Beach County?
1: I I um actually I'm I'm a little further south. I'm in uh, Broward County.
0: Oh, your yeah, Broward. Because your area five six one, but it might just be your cell phone yeah. or yes. not. No, because I used to live in the area. You see, I lived in Dade, I lived in Miami, and I lived in Broward, and I oh. go to Palm Beach a lot. And I'm oh. actually going to be there in uh, in January for uh, personal meetings.
1: Oh, okay, okay. And yes. Uh, yes. I love Palm it, Beach.
0: Yes, and uh, Palm Beach is, of course, Palm Beach. It's a certain place in the world <laughs> where everything is a little different from everywhere else. But the whole coastline there on uh, the east coast of Florida, each little town or city or uh, county is different from the other one. Miami is, is a different true. planet from everyone else. And oh, then you come into Broward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you come to Broward, and that's a completely different place again. And Bo- and Pompano Beach is kind of forgotten, I think. And then you come into Boca Raton. Well, that's its own world. And now after oh, that, yeah. you come to Palm Beach. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I have lots of clients in Palm Beach. That's probably the biggest focus I have in in the world. No, I shouldn't say so. But the ones I see personally is uh, a lot. Uh, it's more than anywhere else in Florida.
1: Wow! Wow! So yeah, you're right. But anyway, right.
0: thank you so much, Jay, for listening. And do you. Do try that book of mine. You know, it has done very well.
1: I sure will. I, I took it down. I sure will. I I will.
0: Uh, and it's uh, uh, and I of course I'm trying to sell it, but it's 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 full of information. That is the whole point. Oh. It has valuable information that you don't usually see in books. Because it's my own experience. And it's not Mm. theory. It's actually something that happened. Mm. And now I can say, Mm. uh, uh, I had uh, that question also here on my list. Why do things happen to me more than to others? Well, why do these crazy things happen to me or crazy or strange things happen to me? Well, if you are an attorney and work within the limitation. These things are not going to happen to you normally Mm -hmm. because you have to look at things within a certain limitation. If you are an accountant, you have to look at the limitation all the time too. And it's hard for you to open up and suddenly get kind of experience that I have. I have different vibes than most people out there. I work in a different field. I work with spirit. So I have different frequencies within me. So I see different things. I experience different things. And that is the simple answer. So if you mm-hmm. are of a different frequency, you are of a higher frequency, meaning you can heal and you can see and you can you know, telepathically send messages to people, you just experience more that is not Mm -hmm. usually seen